Welcome to the Working Women's Channel. My name is Clara Capano, and we're gonna share the real secrets to success. Come on in. Welcome to today's episode of the Working Women channel. Today we are going to be diving in and talking about the power and importance of being able to adapt and pivot in the face of change on our path to success. And today I have with me my dear friend, Tamara. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm my excited. pleasure. I know you surprised me when you said you would fly in because you live in Phoenix right now. Yes. So you had a nice little trek here to come in. Mm-hmm. I love it. I was so excited. I wanted to be here so much. I know. So. It means a lot to me. So thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk with you because you have a unique story. And so we're going to dive into that and talk about that and how you've had to pivot and change. So what I would love to do is start a little bit with, you know, talking about your road to success. And what were some of the challenges maybe that you faced and how you overcame them? Yes, well, I actually changed my profession. It's a very, it's a really big change to change a profession, to move to a different country and to move to different states. So I had this, I moved a lot throughout my life. And of course, there is a lot of um, moving parts when you're moving to a different country when I moved to US, um, I didn't even speak English that well. I had a very uh, good career in my country of Georgia. I was a dentist, but me and my husband wanted to do more. So we moved to US, a country of dreams. Mm-hmm. And the first challenge that I had was about um, adapting to environment. Mm-hmm. It was a culture, different people, and having uh, three children. It was a lot of uh, different challenges. It was different environment, uh, dealing with my everyday life and kind of doing both, being um, successful as a woman, as a mother, as a wife. Mm-hmm. So if there is any particular <laughs> side yeah. you want to talk about. Well, I think it's just, you know, again, very, it takes a lot of courage and a lot of bravery, you know, first of all, for you and your husband to decide yeah. to relocate. You know, you're not just relocating across town. You are relocating countries and having your kids. How was that for you? How did you deal with and come to terms about leaving a career? Because again, being a dentist, there's a lot of schooling. You know, you had your own business. To be able to let that go, was that hard for you? It was hard at the beginning because when we started talking about this, we were like, are we ready to do that? And we were in our 20s. So where we have two choices, to stay in our country and kind of stay in our uh, comfort zone or just move to a different country and really to chase our dreams. Mm -hmm. And we had responsibilities also. We had two children. And... I remember we were just driving in the car, me and my husband, and we're talking about it. And what do you how? And he asked me, "How do you envision your life in one year, or like in two years, or in three years? Do you want to stay here and kind of live the comfortable life, or you want to, you know, move to a different country and kind of challenge yourself?" And all of a sudden, I had this like 
uh, enlightening feeling inside of me. I was like, I want to do it. I want to move. I want to try something new and to challenge myself. And there was a moment when we decided, we we're like, okay, let's just do that. And then again, in this, again, one was an adaptation to be able to leave Georgia and then come to the United States. But then even here in the United States, you've lived in three different parts. You were on the East Coast, then you moved to California, and then now in Phoenix. So, you know, every time, do you feel like you have to reinvent yourself yeah. every time? Yes. It's, well, uh, first, uh, when we first moved to a different country, I think you have a cultural shock. Mm -hmm. And it's language. And you have that feeling of being lonely. And when the people you know, talk about depression, I did have that. I wasn't, I'm not like, I'm a very positive person. But I did, when I think right now, the way I was feeling back then, that's what it was. Mm -hmm. mm, it is really challenging at the beginning, but then you're kind of getting used to it. And But when I look back, I remember everything uh, so well in like a, in a good, positive uh, way because it was great experience meeting so many different people, mm -hmm. doing, uh, you know, going to so many different places, experiencing life, just live the full, uh, the life to the fullest. And you have to be persistent and you have to find the power inside of yourself to kind of keep going. Mm -hmm. um, because whatever, you know, life is not always perfect. And adapting to new environment can be challenging, mm -hmm. but it also gives you confidence and you feel like no matter where you go, you can always be successful and uh, feeling confident. Yeah. And I think it's, again, it's a decision. When you yeah. decide that you're going to be successful, it doesn't matter what happens because you're going to find a way and yeah. you're going to face it as an opportunity. Yes. So, yes. And there, there are so many things I want to talk about and so many things I want to ask you, but I remember when you and I met for the first time and we were having dinner together and I remember saying, oh, wow, she moved here from another country. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. She was a dentist, and she gave that up that to move here. Oh, she runs her own company. Oh, and the company that she runs is still in Georgia. How do you do that? How do you manage, you know, running your company that is in another country that is on a completely different time zone? How do you, and then still be there for your family? Yes. How do you do that? Well, especially when it comes to the family and having children and doing your, having your business or having your profession that can be so challenging mm -hmm. at the times because uh, you're kind of asking yourself, am I a good mom? Am I a good, um, uh, you know, professional? And you're kind of always in between. You're always, you have this feeling of being guilty. Mm -hmm. um, I did have that. And um, it was kind of dragging me down. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that it's, it's never perfect. You just do your best. So that's what I do. Every morning I just wake up and thinking, you know, just being thankful for what I have in my life and just dive in and just, you know, do my best. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a really powerful message because it's not about doing everything perfectly. It's not about doing everything. Yeah. It's, again, how can I show up and be my best? Yes. Now, talking about your family and moving and raising your children, how do you think the transition has been for them in moving to these different places? How do you think, what are some of the lessons maybe that you think you've passed on to them to help them? Well, actually, I was thinking a lot about that. I was, 
I was always, I love having conversations with them and going into the depth and how they really feel. One uh, thing is that if they show really how they feel, because they want to kind of, you know, being goofy and kind of having this happy face, but mm, I always like to talk to them and kind of being honest about their real feelings. Uh, we had a lot of conversations about that. Mm -hmm. And there, was, there were moments when I was thinking and regretting. I was like, you know, it's maybe it's not a good idea to move little you know, kids around so much. But now when I look at them, they have great, they had great experience as well. They had life in, in Georgia, they've seen life in Georgia, mm -hmm. in Europe, in US, now they can compare. They're cosmopolitans. Right. They know that the same thing, whatever they go, they can always find the people who think like they do the, uh, and kind of not being judgmental mm -hmm. and being accepting of others, doesn't matter which country they are from. I think those are so, beautiful lessons. Yes. You know, build, yes. builds a lot of strength and resiliency in them resilience, as well. Resilience, that's a great word. Yeah, yeah definitely fantastic. resilience. So as a businesswoman and, you know, running your own business, if you were to be talking to a woman that was getting ready to start her own business, what might be some of the things that you wanted to share with her? What are some things that a new female business owner should be considering? I would definitely encourage them. I would say... Just go for it. Having your own company, having people work for you. First of all, it gives you a lot of freedom of do other things. Mm -hmm. Gives you a lot of um, power in your hands. You feel like you are the one who is in charge of your life, of your profession, of, of your success. And it's totally up to you. And you it gives you a feeling of being powerful. Mm -hmm. You can go as far as you want. There is nothing impossible. So true. Because when you work, I worked at the, at the dental office. I worked with other people. It was like great experience for me, but I didn't feel fulfilled. Mm. I felt like, yes, okay, I, I'm a dentist. I have a good salary. I'm doing fine, but I'm capable of more. I have more, um, you know, power inside of me. I can do better. I can do greater things. So that was what kind of pushed me to go to, you know, business. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy I made that decision yeah. because, you know, business world is unlimited. And I think uh, I always encourage women to go to the business because yeah. they have uh, more resilience. They have more patience. They can take care of their company as well as they take care of their children. Mm -hmm. um, they can cherish their company. That's, that becomes their lifestyle. It's not just work, it's their lifestyle. And they can give their 100%. Mm -hmm. They can be smart, they can be, uh, they can be, you know, bossy or I don't like that. Assertive, we can, assertive. yeah. <laughs> yeah, assertive. Mm -hmm. Assertive, but, but that's fine. There were moments when I was supposed to be strict. I was supposed to be kind of, you know, straightforward. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of hard for me, but I felt like I had to do it. Yeah. And you have to be harsh sometimes, but that's what it takes. And I think if you're, if you're harsh or straightforward, but you're coming from a place of love, yes. you know, it, it comes through. Because at the end of the day, you're running a business. You have to get the job done. Yes. And it has to get done. 
but it's in, again, making sure that it's in alignment and you're doing it for the right reasons. Yes, and that's exactly. something that I've known that when my bosses or someone has had to sort of come down hard on me, mm-hmm. if I could understand that they were doing it for the betterment of me and my skills or the betterment of the company, it made sense. Exactly. So you're looking at those. One of the other things that I really love that you brought up is this idea that you wanted, you felt you could be more capable and that you felt you could do more. You were perfectly fine with what you had and you could have stayed there. And that's something that I've always felt inside Mm -hmm. too. And I know that I always have this drive again to do more. And it's because it's not that I'm not happy where I'm at. I just want to do more. I want to be able to grow. I want to be able to serve on a more global level. And sometimes people don't understand that in me. Mm -hmm. Have you run across where people sort of question you and try (laughs) to pull you back? Many times. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know what? You just have kids. You know, a lot of times I was like, you know, children, you have three kids. So, you know, they're, do they miss their mom? You're, you're in different country and there are different you know, how do you do that? And it kind of make me feel like I was supposed to be in a box. That's, that's what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. be mom. I know, you know, I, I had, I missed them a lot of times, but um, I think you can do both and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I think that even, well, when I feel fulfilled, I am better mom. Yeah. I, I can definitely say that. I can say that if I feel good as a woman, as a professional, that and then I'm happy when I go home. I'm, I have better communication with my children, mm-hmm. with my other half. So yes, there was there were moments when mm-hmm. they would like, you know, what you study all the time. Even today, they are telling me you still like go to the lectures and you still do new things. And mm-hmm. when when are you gonna be done? I'm yeah. like, maybe never. <laughs> I know. Well, and again, you know, I always want to be growing and learning new things. And I think what you're saying is so important for other women to hear is that you, you can still run your business or show up to work and you can still be a great wife, mother, friend, all of those, because when you are there, be present, Yes. you know? And, and again, when you are full, when you are happy, you're going to show up with that kind of energy. And I know when Nicholas was younger and I wasn't feeling that wholeness Mm -hmm. and I wasn't happy. Yes. So I didn't want to be home. And when I was home, I, I wasn't fully there. Yes. And I feel that I even though I'm that. yeah, even though I'm on the road, I do, I miss my son when I'm on the road. But I also know that when I'm with him, we have quality time. Yes. And I make quality time happen. I make sure that we talk every day and that I am there for him. Oftentimes, again, I go to bed pretty early. And for whatever reason, he loves to talk at nine o'clock at night when I'm getting ready to go to sleep. But I'm like, no, this is the time. And it's all about those trade-offs that we have to make. Yes, exactly. And one another thing that you were asking me about, like having business in a different country, it is very challenging. It is because especially the time difference, mm-hmm. it's like 12 hours difference between U.S. and Georgia. Yes. And I have to, there are so many sleepless nights. And, you know, my husband would know, like wake up at night and he'd be like, Oh, are you still working? And, you know, with those red eyes, I was so sleepy. But I just, you know, I just, you know, you have to have the passion of what you mm-hmm. do. I wasn't even getting tired. I was like, oh, I have to do that. There is a deal I have to make or I have to sell this or there's new company I have to be represented. And that's the fire inside mm-hmm. of you. And you don't feel time. You don't feel you're right. getting tired. That's, 
Um, that's, what it, that's what I tell to my children, uh, to my daughter who is about to go to university. You have to have passion for something. Mm-hmm. You have to love what you do. So what I do right now, it's, it's the, that's what my passion is. I love that. That's good. So, yeah, that passion shows through. I mean, yes, I can even see it does. in your smile and yes. how your eyes light yes. up. So speaking about that you have two daughters, you know, this show is made not just for women currently in business, but my hope is that it leaves messages for the generations to come. So being the mother of two daughters, what would be some of your dreams for them and for other young women? Oh, there is a lot of (laughs) This is something we're very passionate about, our family, because, yeah, the first of all, I tell them to follow their hearts, just to feel, you know, just to find, again, to find what they love, Mm -hmm. find the passion, find something that starts fire. And then just be, just try to uh, push yourself and just work hard because it really does pay, pay off at the end. And doesn't matter, like like me, and when they see me. You know, one thing is when you tell something to your children, another thing what they see. Mm-hmm. And they see me working. And they, they've seen me, like, being up all night. And that's the example they should, you mm-hmm. know, give them that there is nothing impossible. Running businesses in different countries is also possible. Taking care of three children is possible. Mm-hmm. Moving to different countries is possible. And you can still... Do your best. Just do your best. Don't think about being perfect. There's nothing is perfect. Just when you go at night and, you know, in your bed, like before sleep, just be like, you know what? I was, I was a better person today. I did just say thank you to the universe. Uh, this is also very important. Yeah. So Take a moment. part of being successful is also taking care of yourself. So in running a business, having a, a marriage, having three kids... What are some of the things that you do to take care of yourself? I think uh, this is one of the most important things. And a lot of times women don't really think that way. They think that, you know, children come first and husband comes first. But that's not how it is. You have to put your, yourself, your mm-hmm. self-care, your self-love is as important as your family. Because I, I had moments when I was like, you know, I would just all day I would spend in my bed, just don't, you know, don't look my best. But, um, you know, I feel like when I take care of myself, I, it makes me feel happy, mm-hmm. it makes me feel fulfilled, okay. makes me feel more confident. So this is as, you know, it's as important as doing other mm-hmm. things. So we have to definitely, you know, put ourselves first. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that yeah. completely. So in looking uh, over everything that you've been able to accomplish and how you've grown, what would you say is something that you are most proud of? Well, this maybe sounds really odd, but most of, most proud of, I'm, of my children still. That's what I'm most proud of. <laughs> because doesn't, at the end of the day, doesn't matter how much, you know, I succeed, how much, you know, you know, you know, financial gain, whatever I do in my life, I just, the feeling of gratitude is the biggest feeling is that having three amazing children mm-hmm. and becoming and seeing them every day, you know, 
being such a good, kind, humble people who are also driven and wanting to do their best, that makes me the happiest. That's awesome. This is what I'm most thankful of. Oh, that's fantastic. So you've accomplished so many amazing things and your story is not even close to being over. So what's next for tomorrow? Oh, we have a lot of big plans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, the company that I have right now is in Georgia. So we're thinking, we're thinking to expand, to you know, open like, new locations, to maybe to move to different country like Armenia, uh, you know, Azerbaijan, around that area. So we kind of want to, you know, take mm -hmm. care of the whole, whole region. So that's our ambitious. Wow, know? that's amazing. Yes. For the, what would I say to my children? Keep being, you know, as great as you guys are. Because they give me so much power. They give me so much love and support. And I don't know what I'm going to do without them. <laughs> yeah, really. Well, they'll still be there. It'll just, again, look different. And it'll be another yeah. chapter for adapting. Yes. So, well, you know, I just... I'm so grateful that you have come into my life. Again, we've only been friends for a short time, but in that time, we've gotten to know each other pretty well. And you just, I, I'm in awe of everything that you've been able to create oh, and you. the messages that you have and the amount of, of grace that you have in all you do. You are so open and accepting. And this idea that everything is possible, I completely feel that when I work with you. And when I sit down and talk with you, it makes me believe that everything is possible too. So I wanted to say thank you for those gifts and everything you're doing. In getting ready to close up, is there any last messages or any last words that you want to share with our viewers? You know, with, with women out there, we're just talking about women here. Uh, I would just say, just being persistent. I would say, just don't give up. Because sometimes things don't happen the way we, uh, you know, expect. Mm -hmm. But there is always a right time. If something doesn't happen today, it doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Maybe it wasn't supposed to happen. This is also like one of the lessons I, I learned that don't rush. Just mm -hmm. be persistent. Just be determined. And success will come. Yeah. That's what would I say. Oh, that don't rush. That is so important. Yeah. That's a challenge. I've always, it I want it. I yeah. want it now. <laughs> So learning how, how to I slow was. down and but, but not give up at the same time. Not so give up. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you again for being here. I really appreciate you sharing your story and your time with us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It was great. Wonderful. Well, viewers, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm hoping that you found as much value in our talk as I did. And I think the biggest lesson that I took away is that even in the face of adversity, even in the face of change, everything is still possible. So thank you so much for joining us today. And remember, you can watch all of our shows and get all of your clarity at www.claracapano.com.